It's no secret that I go out of my way to prioritize my physical fitness. Yeah, I want to look good, but my physical well-being is the pillar of my overall well-being. It has a direct impact on my mental and emotional health. But it doesn't matter how hard I work out, how frequently I work out. If I'm not fueling my body correctly, I'm not going to see the results that I want to see, and neither are you. Which is why Tough Talk with AJ Kirsch is proud to be sponsored by Central Valley Nutrition, a mom-and-pop health food and supplement store. And when you go to centralvalleynutrition.com and use checkout code AJK15, you get 15% off every single item they sell. So if your health is important to you, and if it's not, I'm telling you, it should be. Get 15% off store-wide with checkout code AJK15 at centralvalleynutrition.com because it's never too late to get your fit together. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Tough Talk with AJ Kirsch, a tell-all podcast 10 years after Season 5 of WWE Tough Enough. I'm your host, Season 5 contestant AJ Kirsch, and this week we are finally going to get to what this podcast was originally conceived to be all along, a watch-along. That's right, I'm stealing Conrad Thompson's watch-along format. We are going to queue up the first episode of Season 5 of WWE Tough Enough, and I will be watching it with you. I'm going to ask you to turn the volume down. I will be sharing my thoughts, my insights. I'm sure I'm going to be cringing a lot, but this is going to be an absolute blast. A ton of ways you can support the show. Of course, you can subscribe on your podcast provider of preference by going to thetoughtalkpod.com. You can follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all at the Tough Talk Pod. You get access to early and ad-free episodes, full-length bonus episodes, and a whole lot more by signing up for the Money Talks tier at patreon.com slash ajkirsch. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts, which really does get more eyes and ears on the show. And finally, if you want to advertise, shoot an email to aj.kirsch at hotmail.com, and we'll get the conversation going. So at this point... I'm going to ask you to keep this audio going, and we're going to sign into Peacock. We're going to hunt down episode one of season five of WWE Tough Enough. So I'm, I've got my Zoom going right now. I'm recording. I'm recording audio. There's a lot going on right here. It might get a little bit messy. It's the first time I'm doing this. So we're all going to figure it out together. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to open up a new browser tab. going to type in Peacock. Dot com, which I think directs you to Peacock.tv, and I'm going to narrate what's happening. Okay, here we go. Going to click on the magnifying glass. I'm not going to do this walkthrough every time. I'm just doing it for the first time if you're unfamiliar with Peacock or if you just, you know, don't really know what to do. So I clicked on the magnifying glass, WWE Tough Enough, typing that in. Boom, there it is. I click on the icon. There's Triple H standing with the cast of the most recent season of Tough Enough. That was season six. Uh, scrolling down, there's a drop-down menu uh, underneath episodes. Uh, I'm going to click that drop-down menu. There it is, season one, two, three, four, and five. Clicking on season five, and there they are. There's episode number one, Get Your Teeth out of my ring and if you're unfamiliar with what that means you will find out shortly because we're all gonna watch it together all right i'm going to click on get your teeth out of my ring it's loading up um i'm going to blow this up a little bit here we go there's an ad for peacock i'm gonna 
let this ad play. I've got 23 seconds for this ad to play out as they're plugging all of their shows. And so what's going to happen is I'm going to pause it after those 23. It's now 13 seconds runs out. Um, There's some WWE stuff. Um, And then we're all going to do uh, a countdown. Three, two, one, play. And then when I say play, that's the moment all of our fingers are going to hit the play button. Okay, so I'm pausing. Right now the counter says zero, um, zero, zero, and zero, one. One second. So I'm going to click that little circle, drag it all the way to the left so it's all zeros. And here we go. I'm so excited to do this watch along. I'm going to be cringing so much. So go out of your way to check this out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash AJ Kirsch. If you want to watch my face as I'm watching for the first time in almost 10 years, episode one, season five of WWE Tough Enough. Get your teeth out of my ring. Here we go. We're all going to hit play when I say play. Ready? Three, two, one, play. There's Stone Cold Steve. Stunner to the Rock, who sold it like no one else. Stunner to Kane. Stunners for everybody. That stunner to Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 14 was a damn good stunner. I was at that WrestleMania. That was WrestleMania 25. I had made a promise to myself when I started pursuing pro wrestling that uh, I was either going to be in WrestleMania 25 or at WrestleMania 25. And... I'm happy I was there, uh, was able to witness my favorite match of all time in person. Oh, there's me cringing. That's me watching this show. Uh, so you saw Steve Austin throwing around Luke. Um, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, he actually beat me up in the ring much in the same way that he beat up Luke, but they didn't show that. That's cool. Luke just looks like an asshole. Send him over the top. Bam. Ooh. Already setting him up to be a heel. Literally Miss USA. As you're probably going to see in this first episode, she said something like, when she told us she was Miss USA, I was like, no, you're not. Drama. (laughs) Yup, yup. She knew what she was doing. Big Eric. Aw, I miss you, buddy. Eric is such a good dude. Oh, three minutes. There I am. In the, was that me? I think that was me in the corner. Three minutes of hell. Man, that, that sucked. Mm. Eva Lee still killing it, by the way, at AEW. Oh, man, Big Bill charging in the corner. That was, oof. The high-flying veteran, even back then. Look at him doing all this stuff. I would, I mean, this is 10 years ago, but I would be shocked if he's not even more capable and in even better shape than he is right now. He's not even recognizable, though, with that big beard. Jeremiah. Big rig. Go out, go down your way to check out my interview with Jeremiah. He's he's such a he's such a good dude, such a badass. There needs to be a book or a movie about his life. 
Wow, where am I? That's cool. Oh, good. There's me looking like an idiot. Just <laughs> cheerleading. Oh, that was a rough one. That was a rough one. I mean, this is episode number one, too, so they're just giving us the, the preview of everybody. Look at Zacky, big jacked motherfucker. Q Pyro, awesome. So that was a very important point that I now understand far better when Steve said, I'm looking for the complete package. Um, if you go back and listen, never get tired. The Pyro is always awesome. Um, when I interviewed Bill DeMott, he was clarifying that uh, they weren't training us to be WWE superstars. They were evaluating us. Oh, my God. Here we go. This was my first time walking onto that stage, walking down that ramp. And I will never forget it. It was unbelievable. Again, starting with Luke. And there goes Andy uh, <laughs> doing the old, uh, as again, as Bill would, would describe, or maybe it was one of the other interviews, just saying, like, if you're at FCW at this time, you are, if you're not first, you're last. So Andy was like rushing to the ring, you know. Going to lay out for a second so you can hear this. Ryan. I'm glad to say I was closer than that. Got to be closer than that. Martin, all smiles for a moment. Oh my God, I remember him telling me this. I'm getting chills right now. Pay your dues. We had no idea what that meant. Oh, just oh. still hard to put into words because uh, this is literally the very first thing we did. We left the hotel where we were sequestered for the um, yeah, there's a last look. We left the hotel where we were sequestered during the uh, casting process. And remember, when we came down to L.A., there were 28 of us, but they told all of us to pack as if we were going to be down there for six weeks. So. We, yeah, here come the jumpsuits. We uh, went straight from the hotel in LA down to San Diego, which is where the SmackDown was taking place. So this, uh, and actually I remembered this differently. I thought they had us getting to the house first and then doing this. So we're actually watching this as it happened in chronological order. We went down to San Diego to um, do this, this 
skills challenge, not not skills challenge. It's a field trip, I guess I'm calling it. I forget what they called it on Tough Enough. I'm calling this a field trip. So we did this field trip in, oh God, we did this field trip um, in San Diego before we even got to the house. And I actually, it's been so long since I've actually watched any of this. I remembered it differently. I thought they had us getting to the house and then showing us this to San Diego, but nope. They are showing it as it was shot. This was literally day one. First hours of day one. And like, I I need to make something really clear. Oh God, Zachy. Uh, talk, go, go back and listen to uh, my interview with Zachy about setting up the ring. Because at some point, he, <laughs> he just talks about how he's like, the dude trying to set up the ring with him was just like, get out of here. Like, you're, you're, not, you're not helping. Mixing up slime like it's Double Dare. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. She she went up light. Miss USA. The reigning Miss USA. Go back and listen to my interview um, with, let's see, who is it? Doug LeBeau? Eric Van Wagen? No, it was Bill DeMott, actually. Well, I mean, they're all fat. Yeah, one thirteen a.m. That was not uh, exaggerated. This was a late, late night because all that confetti. Ugh. I think it was like... Edge celebrated with the universal, uh, I'm sorry, World Heavyweight Championship. Universal title wasn't a thing yet, but Edge was celebrating with the, uh, God damn it, I did it again, the World Heavyweight Championship. And then we had to sweep up all that damn confetti. And then next morning, there's the house, Hummingbird Ranch. So, oh, so. Us coming up to the house at this point, we didn't know who the trainers were. We knew Austin was hosting, but we didn't know who was training us until we stepped off the bus. What the fuck am I wearing? What is that hat? Again, apologies if I'm laying out longer than you would like, but I'm I am reliving this for the first time in a long, long time. We know. Oh God, did we know? <laughs> exactly. Look at his eyes. Oh, man. And now we're like kids in a candy store. This is our legit our first time stepping into the house. We're exploring. We're finding our beds. Our duffel bags. I still have that duffel bag, in fact. Us meeting everybody. Look at the hole in my hoodie. Yeah, that was pretty surreal looking at that, feeling it for the first time. It was the spinner belt. John Cena was at the top of the heap at the time. Still got that note. 
And the bromance begins between Luke and Jeremiah. They hit it off immediately. Those things are heavy, by the way. I mean, Ryan, I mean, that sounds kind of cheesy, but Ryan makes a good point. Like, the, there's a reason the, that a championship is referred to as a title. That title is literally champion. Champion is a title. So it's like when people are referring to title, they're referring to the title of champion. So the belt is just that. It's a symbol. It's, it's, a, it's a trophy. It's a medal. It's just something that indicates you are the quote-unquote best. I love that gym. I miss that gym. Just makes me want it more, baby. Yeah, yeah, a long way from Jersey. Look at Martin carrying around the belt already, trying to trying to get in everybody's heads. God, that was so beautiful. Google, um. All right, here we go. I meant it. I meant it. I had no idea at the time that she was guaranteed uh, at least four episodes on the show. But look at her Ryan walk up and just stare straight into the camera. And now here comes Mikey stirring it up already. I love it. This was actually part of Look at me in the corner just, <laughs> just watching this happen from afar. I've never been one to stir up drama. I'm like not... Uh, big on like confrontation or stirring shit up. And again, had I know, had I had I felt about it now, how I did back then, I absolutely would have lived this show, thinking like, if I were watching this, what would I want to see me do? So, oh, here we go. Did not take. Oh shit! You saw me say it. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey had a game plan. Go back and listen to my interviews with Mikey because he dissects his like mindset about everything he's doing. How long are we into this episode? Let me see. We're 13 minutes and people are already talking shit and throwing shit. I mean, God bless reality television. (laughs) Martin just egging it on. Miss USA is out. Like, that did not help her not come off as a diva. I don't think she gave a fuck at that point. Okay, we reached a commercial break. Uh, 44 seconds of a commercial break. Let's see. What can I... You know what? Um, Let's see. Follow me on social media. I am on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitch. It's all at AJ Kirsch. That's A-J-K-I-R-S-C-H. Um... Let's see, facebook.com slash I am AJ Kirsch. And then what's the other one where I, I, I am AJ Kirsch because somebody else had AJ Kirsch? I'm not sure I remember. Did I cover everything? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Yeah, I think so. It's at AJ Kirsch on everything, but Facebook is at I am AJ Kirsch. Three, two, one, and we're back at Hummingbird Nest Ranch. And there's the training facility, an equestrian facility that was trans, uh, trans, what are we, no, transformed, thank you. 
Thank you. Who am I talking to? Transformed. Thank you, Brain. Transformed into a training facility. That ring, uh, obviously, real WWE ring uh, built by Charles Robinson himself. And here we go. First day of training. God, this was so nerve-wracking. Went from zero... It's a super intense and conspicuous by his absence, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, God, I'm watching. I got my eyes on those double doors. Booker T. Physically, it's demanding, of course, but I can't overstate. Oh, God, here we go. So when I first heard this, I thought somebody was mowing the lawn outside. Had no idea it was going to be the toughest SOB in WWE history. And look at the glances. Interesting. So I'm noticing now, you notice how they said everyone's going to be gone except one, and they showed Luke. So I don't know how deliberate this was, but with Luke being the first person, the first contestant introduced when they were going over everybody, um, the first contestant, what? There was something else just a few minutes ago. And uh, he said everyone's going to be gone except one, and then they show Luke. And here come the nicknames, Donny Osmond, Martin Casaus. Probably before most of your times. Look at Bill with that smile and that twinkle in his eye. Skid marks right off the bat. See, I remembered incorrectly. I thought it was Booker who called him skid marks. It was Bill. It was Dave. Oh, God. Oh, Ryan. Had to reset. And then you've got Booker T yelling in your ear. Oh, my God. How nerve-wracking. And Steve's just yucking it up. Yeah. Man. Oh, that felt so good. I'm getting chills again. Luke, there was something about him. I mean, of course he was good. But uh, he just set the tone. He really did. I don't know if it was the way he carried himself. Obviously, he's very smooth in the ring, very athletic. Great soundbite. Ariane. Um, <laughs> go, go back and rewind and watch Bill just kind of shake his head. 
Uh, sorry, my, my timer is going to go off here in a moment, so I'm glancing down at my phone to pause that timer. I'll get it later. <laughs> there it is. Some progress already. Welcome to the ring. Now get out. Eleven years. Eleven year pro. Oh man, see, she set, she set the bar impossibly high when she said eleven years. I'm I'm looking forward to talking to Michelle. She and I have been in touch via Instagram. We don't have a date to to actually do an interview yet, but I am I'm interested to see what her like to dive into her experience because she's hitting those ropes like she's done it before. Yeah. Bill does, though. Bill was actually the architect of a lot of these training days, a lot of the um, conditioning exercises. Um, so Bill, Bill, of, of course, knew it was coming. Oh, God. And of course, anytime you're on a reality show, this was my first reality show. I've done two since. There's always plenty of booze. Fucking Jeremiah in a towel. Oh, my God. The hot tub. Ugh, magic. A giant glass. I never I forgot about that giant glass. And then Optimum setting us up with all the supplements. Oh, God. So those those little packages, those back to nature granola and like chocolate covered almonds. Um, I've got a I don't know if you call it a story, but like I've got some thoughts to share about uh, what they stocked the kitchen with, but also look at Andy. Like Andy knew what FCW was all. He was already in FCW. So he knew exactly what WWE was looking for at the top. Oh my God. Oh boy. He knew what FCW was looking for at the time. So I mean, you can't say it wasn't an advantage um, just coming in with, with that knowledge of the system already. There's the there it is. Get your teeth out of my ring. As we go into commercial break number two, uh, I just rolled down to see if we have um, how many more commercial breaks we have coming up. I think this might be it. I don't know. How long are we? We're 25 minutes in. Maybe there's three commercial breaks. Let's see. Uh, I mean, other than my social media, I don't know. What else do I have to plug? Um, I've got over 50 designs on my Pro Wrestling Tees store, which you can access by just going to, excuse me, uh, <laughs> which you can access by going to BroWrestlingTees.com. Uh, it'll take you right to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Brody, which I think is the URL of my Pro Wrestling Tees store. Did I just see the F word on Peacock? I wasn't really paying attention, but it sure did look like it. it looks like we have one more commercial break between now and the end of the show as we are back. Look at those messy rooms. Everybody's fast asleep. And already working out, these two.
Look at his. <laughs> look how high the spike in the front of his head is. But there's me uh, on the arc trainer. <laughs> 20 minutes ago. I mean, when you're in the gym first, you definitely, everybody else who walks in, it's like, okay, I have catching up to do. Look at Andy already just running in. Ariane, hey, remember, I mean, she was not exactly looking great during those forward rolls, but uh, first one signed. First one signed out of Tough Enough. Here's Bill getting into everybody's kitchen, as he likes to say. The skills challenge. There's me. Look at that fresh-faced kid with the buzzed head. I never forgot that name. Three minutes of hell, and every second was just that. Pure hell. course Luke Luke arguably in the best shape of everybody and look at him starting right off just a full sprint that was something I actually always admired about Steve even when I knew nothing about pro wrestling even when I was just a fan Steve always hit the ropes harder and more aggressively than anyone else oh god there's me starting to tire out he hit those ropes harder and more aggressively than anybody else yeah, longest three minutes of my life. Wow, yeah. And it just set him apart from everybody. He really did attack the ropes. I don't know if he's going to use that verbiage here, but he attacked those ropes. But yeah, after three minutes, freaking exhausted. Your sides, your lats are all chewed up from those ropes. You hit him once or twice, several times. It's going to take a whole lot more than that to make me want to quit. I'm pretty sure that's what I just said. Three minutes of hell. God, it was hard. Look at jacket under a hoodie. Oh, God, his legs buckling. So there was a moment that it didn't, it didn't show right there. When, when Bill yelled time, I started applauding because Eric and I were starting to become friends and I wanted to show him some encouragement. And Bill was like, why are you clapping? Shut me up real quick. For never hitting those ropes before, uh, maybe once or twice, and Jeremiah gets into... 
when that once or twice happened, um, he actually had like a little bit of this. Something just dropped. There it goes. Teeth. He had a little bit like a tiny, tiny bit of wrestling training prior to tough enough. Uh, TNA was actually courting him for a little while. What? TNA was courting him for a little while, but um, Bill. But yeah, he had uh, he's hitting those ropes pretty well for somebody who's super green. There it is. Get your teeth out of my ring. Michelle, 11 years. Those ropes are barely moving. But to be fair, she's like 100 pounds, if that. Ariane hitching up her britches. There it is. Yeah. Also barely touching those ropes, but she's she's also super tiny. Those ropes are not going to give a whole lot when you're that small and and just kind of like dink dink. Oops. My bad. I have I have tough enough on full screen on my laptop right now, so hopefully the, I'm still like in frame and everything looks all right. And if not, I'll fix it next week. There it is, close up on her butt. Everybody just staring at that hip. I'm curious if that was her idea or if somebody was in her ear about that. I've reached out to Rima a couple times to try to get her on the show, and I have not heard back. I'm starting to think it's not going to happen, but I would love to ask her that question. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe she she had a guaranteed four episodes. She knew she wasn't going home for at least four episodes. So maybe she was like trying some underhanded stuff knowing she had to stay. Three minutes of hell, man. It was, oh, God. Good. A little 15-second break. Hope you're enjoying yourselves, everybody. Uh, I'm having a great time reliving this, by the way. <laughs> this is definitely a stroll down memory lane. And again, I haven't watched these in almost a decade. And I've never watched episodes 9 or 10 because I was so depressed after watching episode 8 when I got eliminated that I just couldn't emotionally handle it. Time to deliberate. It was not five minutes. Sometimes it was like 10, 15, 20 or longer. What is Martin wearing? What is that coat? What was that? It was like a pea coat or something. Setting the bar right off the bat. Came in with a game plan. Came in in shape. Not a surprise that he made it to the final two. In fact, a surprise he didn't win the whole thing. Yeah. 
Even as a guy, though, like people, I'd see wrestlers selling and they'd be like hitching up their gear to make sure it covers their belly or something. That drives me nuts. Like adjust when you think the camera's not on you or adjust when you didn't just get hit with a spinning heel kick or something. This is fascinating to listen to. Some inside scoop here. Sometimes they would, uh, by they, I mean these four, would just start kind of, before they get down to business and discuss who they like and who they don't, they would like talk about wrestling. They would joke around. They would, you know, they would take their time. So it goes back to my point earlier. When he says back in five minutes, it was rarely, if ever, five minutes. Oh my God, what a shark. When I call your name, come forward. Got like something in my eye or something. Remember, we didn't know if this was good or bad yet. At this point, we kind of had an idea that it was not good. Because she did not do well, she did not do well, and of course, Eric did not do well. This was the first time any of us have gone through this process. We didn't know how elimination was going how elimination was going to happen. We didn't know you know, we're figuring this out as we go. It's episode 1. Just trying to just trying to realize what we're in for. There's our food. Oftentimes they would just have it waiting for us after training. Bunch of just, you know, tinfoil. It was good stuff, though. It was like, you know, it was what you would expect athletes to eat. A lot of veggies, a lot of rice, a lot of uh, lean meats, lean proteins. She knew what she was doing. This was not her first reality show. She was on America's Next Top Model, if you remember. Um, and they mentioned that earlier when they started showing her her pictures. So it's like, you know, if you're on a reality show, you can choose to, um, you know, play it. I don't know if honestly is the right word. Last commercial break. Uh, oh, no. Not a commercial break. Oh, good. 
Um, you can choose to play it. I, I Again, I don't know what the right terminology is, but like if your goal is to stay on that reality show and you want to throw somebody under the bus, that might be, oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. The light, the smoke. I know I said this in previous episodes, but I want to say it before Steve starts working his magic here. He is obviously masterful at working crowds of tens of thousands of people. He is also amazing at working a crowd of three, which is essentially what he's doing here. What you just saw was like 10 seconds between Steve entering and starting to talk. Oftentimes, Steve would pace back and forth slowly, just enough to hear the creaking of the ring underneath him, just like he would right here. And that would last sometimes several minutes, several minutes before he said a single word. So intense. Oh, here we go. Show Watts. <laughs> yeah. The Watts eye roll. Steve doesn't give a fuck. Call him Stone Cold for a reason. First one signed. <laughs> True story. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. The last thing you want to say if you're a pro wrestler going for WWE is self, or anywhere for that matter, is self-trained. To me, it means getting back on my path in life. So you want to get on the road 300 days a year, you can do that. Yes. I don't want to raise my daughter to give up on a dream that she thinks is too big or too impossible or lost. I happen to be a father and two daughters. It's a good standing. That's a good showing from her right there when getting grilled by Steve Austin. Oh, I will tell you. Yeah, with your looks and size, and you're here, these bottom feeders. Mm. The fact that you was too dumb to show up in shape might get your ass drummed out of here. Give me one good reason why you're here. Because you shouldn't be. I love this business, so I've loved it ever since I was a little kid. Ooh, I forgot about this part. Now I'm a contestant. Ask me why I should stay. Why should you stay? Because I'm gonna grab this business by the throat and take it exactly where I want to take it. That's what he did. You sit there with your stupid ass 
Neither of which are stupid, by the way. God damn, he was so good. That's why he was the biggest WWE superstar of all time. Man, I would have loved, now that I'm watching this back, I would have loved to see Eric just fire up just like Steve Austin just did. Not that Eric doesn't have an amazing story because he does and his reasons for being at Tough Enough are far beyond his own. But man, it would have been cool to see Eric fire up just like he did and just like stare down Steve Austin because Steve's a big man. Eric's a bigger man. Mm. Steve, God, he was good at just not at like making everybody feel like they had hope, but also being saying something where it was like, I don't know. Michelle's going into promo mode. And look at that, Michelle, even including Watts in that. And now Michelle's kind of like, kind of echoing what Steve Austin said, which I would not be surprised if that was a strategy on Michelle's part to save her. Oh, boy. Oh boy. And <laughs> the little eyebrow raise. God, he's so good. Here comes the elimination music. Ugh. A firing squad of one. Right. First one out, first one signed. You got way too much experience to be a bottom feeder. You got way too much potential. You got work to do. Okay. Thank you. Man. And that long walk. They would pull us aside into one of the stalls, one of the horse stalls there that they had done up um, to interview us like 
as we were mid-walk on the way out. <laughs> a little shake of the head by Steve. God damn, he was so good. Well, there it is. The uh, end credits are rolling. Um, up next, five for flinching. It's not going to happen. I'm going to hit pause real quick. And there it is. The first watch along with season five of WWE Tough Enough. Again, it's what this podcast was originally supposed to be. But because I've stayed in touch with so many of the contestants over the years, I wanted to get there thoughts and feelings 10 years later but i'm excited that episode one of the watch along portion is finally done so thanks for watching everybody couple quick plugs before we get out of here of course you can subscribe on your podcast provider of preference by going to the toughtalkpod.com you can follow on twitter instagram and facebook it's all at the tough talk pod you get access to early and ad free episodes full-length bonus episodes and a whole lot more i need to do this during a commercial break next time because everybody's probably flipped this off already by signing up for the Money Talks tier at patreon.com slash Kirsch, Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help get more eyes and ears on the show. And finally, if you want to advertise, shoot an email to aj.kirsch at hotmail.com. That's right. Still using Hotmail. Hotmail? Hot. I want a hot meal. I am hungry. And we'll get the conversation going. aj.kirsch at hotmail.com. And we'll get the conversation going. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. That's it. I will see you or hear you, see you, hear from you. You will hear another uh, episode of Tough Talk with AJ Kirsch next week. Take care, y'all.